This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Best Practice in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Brought to you by Dext. Welcome to Best Practice in Accounting. On behalf of the Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network, one of five shows that we put out every week with success in accounting on a Monday, insights in accounting on a Tuesday, influencers in accounting on a Wednesday, this show, Best Practice in Accounting on a Thursday, and our Great Britain Focus show, UK Matters in Accounting on a Friday. Make sure you look for all of those on your podcast app. Rob Brown here with Martin Bissett, where we give you the lowdown from the trenches and stories, examples of what's worked What's what we've collected over the years that we know is going to make a difference to you in your accounting role. Martin, you always share some great stories with us. What's on the agenda today? Rob, as a public speaker, the biggest mistake I make is to not ask a non-specific question to the audience. Now, you never make mistakes. I don't think you've ever admitted to one, Martin. I made one in 1993, so I'm due to have one again anytime now. And asking the, asking the question, asking a general question of an audience that is introspective by nature is a sure fire way of, of making sure that uh, silence enters the room and stays. So when you, as a public speaker, Rob, you know that when you go out there and say, uh, who has ever, or give me an example of where you, and you haven't made it specific to a person, you're asking the entire room for a volunteer. And generally in accounting, that falls by lots and lots of silent thinking on that stuff. That I'm not going first. I'm not going to say that. And there's a phrase in churches, Martin, a lot of preachers use the phrase, how many of you know? How many of you know the Bible says this? How many of you know that there are this many blessings in the Bible? And they're not really asking the audience either. It's more rhetorical. It is more rhetorical. And, and so one of the questions that I've asked, or probably the question that I've asked that I've been most interested in the answer and is re- reacted with silence is, what's the most impressive thing you ever did for your client? You know, what's the best client story of all time? What's now, the when best you ask thing that, you've done recently for a client? Yeah, I don't even bother with the recent, as I say, all time. You know, if you haven't learned anything for your clients in 20 years, tell me about the thing that happened 21 years ago. And because I ask it generally, it receives a wall of silence because no one wants to go first and no one really wants to toot their own horn. Major problem with accounting profession. We'll come back to that. In the meantime, then the follow-up question is like the chip shot in golf. You get the tee shot wrong and your chip shot corrects your path and you're back on the green again. Um, I, I use the chip shot question of... I then point to someone who's invariably called Lawrence. Goodness knows why this is. But I invariably point at someone who I don't know and they end up being called Lawrence. And I say, sir, what's your name? Lawrence. Oh, look at that. Okay, Lawrence, in your practice, what is the greatest client story that comes to mind that you've ever done? And then they hesitate and they, to use a Scottish term, haver and prevaricate. And then we say, and I, and I say, don't worry about whether it's bigger or smaller or better or worse than anybody else's stories around here. All that matters is it's the biggest one you ever involved in. What have you got? And then what happens is that Lawrence will start telling me a story. Now, guys, to make sure you're listening, that's accountants telling stories. So tell me a story about a client that they've helped. And they won't talk about them, they'll talk about the client. And then what will happen is as the story progresses, the account becomes more and more animated, more and more aerated. The voice starts speeding up. It has more energy in it. It has more power. 
because they start to get really excited about the thing that happened back in the day because it had some major impact on the client's life, whatever it happened to be. And then what happens is, is that they finish that story and I as a public speaker say, thanks very much, moving on to somebody. Who else has got one? They, whoa, whoa, no, I haven't finished yet. There's also another one I just remembered. And off they go. And now you can't stop them. The dam's broken. And now they are pouring out stories of success. And then I respond with the... And can I learn all about those stories on your website? To which, of course, the conversation goes back to the silence. Now, this is called best practice in accounting. And I was sat on this principle, guys. I was sat with a firm recently where it wasn't a public speaking scenario. It was a consultancy scenario. And I asked that question. What is the best things you've done for your client this year? And again, this individual partner, um, the nerd and um, the nerd. And then ended up telling me six stories. Not one, six. And I said... How come you couldn't remember one? And now you can remember six. And they said, and this is the best practice for everyone, I remembered how I did it. So I said, tell me more. And they said, well, Martin, you see, what happens is now is that we have an onboarding process in the firm. And in our onboarding process, we start to ask questions about our clients' personal and professional wealth objectives, which we don't do when we just sign them up on a compliance basis. So we go sort of like a stage deeper. And invariably, this leads to conversations which invariably leads to questions for the clients, which invariably leads to us having to go and find answers, which invariably leads to additional work being created. On EWOs, extra work orders. And I said, it's all because of your onboarding process? I said, yeah, it is. I said, take me through it. So they did. And Rob, it was nothing more than a questionnaire, but a well thought through questionnaire. And all they are doing, guys, and I'm going to ask you if you're doing the same thing, when they onboard their clients, rather than going through the things you have to do, anti-money laundering and so on, they actually took the time to interview their clients. So rhetorical question one for you to answer to yourselves, do you ever interview your clients once they are signed up? Then in that interview process, various things come out that haven't come out in conversation so far about that secret investment portfolio they didn't bother telling you they have. For example, that needs extra tax work doing for it. And so on it goes. And it is no coincidence that these questions lead to the stories that they then go and tell in a conference situation when some speaker stands up and says, what's the best thing you ever did for your clients? And it's all down to the investigative approach on the onboarding process. Now, I'm going to then ask you, listeners, dear listeners, about your onboarding process. What is your onboarding process? Not technology. I don't care what technology you use. I don't care how many steps it has in it. I care about how much you find out about your client today, comparative to how much you found out about your clients when you onboarded them five years ago. Rob sometimes closes the show by saying, be better today than you were yesterday. So this is my question to you right now. How are you better today on your onboarding process than you were last year? And how much investigation are you doing into your clients on that basis to find out what's really powering them, even if they've come on on a compliance or referral basis already? Here's the kicker. Here's the end to the story. When we found out about those six stories that we told, I said, do me a favor, stick a number on it. So how much additional work was created as a result of you uh, interviewing your clients on the onboarding process, the six clients in question that we're describing here? And the six clients had yielded £85,000 worth of additional work, not the original work that they signed up for, on top of it. 85 split between six, do the math yourself. Okay. And those six form the best six stories. So isn't it interesting that in an onboarding process that includes interviewing clients, you find out needs that allow you to be the most used to the client and it yields the most profitable work. Because the other thing I said, and I know I'm talking fast, I'm getting excited now. The other thing I said was, what was the profitability, if you happen to know? 
and they didn't really know. So I pushed them for a ballpark figure, and it was north of 70% gross profit on the additional work. They certainly weren't making 70% on the compliance work, the initial work. So best practice today, Rob, is to interview clients as part of your onboarding process to discover and uncover their personal and professional wealth objectives. Well preached, Mr. Bissett. I'm thinking of best impressions are so important, but once you've got beyond your first prospect meeting to bring on a new client, the onboarding phase kicks in and that is your chance to start delivering on the promises that you've made and build up that client experience. And there are so many great stories in there. So we're asking you, what's the best thing you've done for a client? And could it be the onboarding? And could you make that a, a blueprint for so many great stories you can tell in the future? It makes a difference. Thank you for listening to Best Practice in Accounting. Martin, do you feel our audience are going to go away and do something here? You know what? It's onboarding. It's a process. I think we just might. Let's go for it. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Best Practice in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Leading the discussion on firms that are standing out, winning work and becoming the top performers in the accounting and fintech world. Brought to you by Dext. Dext.